o'clock. Thank y'all for hanging out with me because I know y'all was hanging with me for the nine o'clock show. So I got my girl, my sister friend, my love, Roberta Hosky. Hey. In the house today. <laughs> so the last time you were on, we were talking the mayor's gala. Yeah, that in my wedding. Oh, your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Two drastic things, but okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now you're back because you you are launching this phenomenal and i love i love every bit of this uh, a sisterhood movement mm, that yes. is not um, a sorority of sorts well not a greek sorority not a greek sorority yeah. but a sisterhood nonetheless <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh how's it going tell and i want to know why you why you're doing this well how's it going it's going absolutely fabulous it is growing rapidly somebody called me from your camp i gotta sign up i know oh they did see yes. look they're on a job they are they are <laughs> they called me and i was on another call and i was like "Ooh!" i was like oh i'll call you back but i haven't called her back so i will call her back yeah yeah make sure you get her and get that call back i am so um you know it's it's what made me start this is um you know babs we you know we we've had a number of conversations um, over the years and um, we've had conversations about us as women yes, and how powerful we are as women, but also how destructive we are. Right. Uh-huh. And so um, the essence of the Miss Millionaire Mindset Sisterhood is to bring about something that many people think is insurmountable, uh-huh. um, which is unity, which is the, Conscious practice of group economics. Girl, say it. (laughs) (laughs) Say it, girl. (laughs) Um, It is built on faith. Uh Um, It's a faith-based sorority. Uh, It's not a Greek sorority. Faith-based sorority. Um, Uh Non-collegiate. So any woman that has a positive mental attitude or need to be in that circle. Uh Uh-huh. Um, you know, we we invite you to be part of it because I am a firm believer that our success is conducive uh, with the environment in which we keep. And unfortunately, we as women have done a very good job at alienating sisters, a very good job at backstabbing, a very good job at talking about each other, a very good job at being Queen B, uh-huh. um, a very good job of being very destructive. Mm-hmm. But there comes a time and there comes a place where. We can either be part of the problem or we can be part of the solution. And just shutting up and sitting back is, to me, is part of the problem. So if I'm going to complain about something, I'm a firm believer, Babs, and you know anything I say. I know. (laughs) If something grieves you, that's an indicator of something that you designed (laughs) to fix. Don't get me started about your purpose. (laughs) So I couldn't ignore it. I told somebody... I said this morning, I said, you know, everybody needs a Roberta Hosky in their life. <laughs> they need a Roberta. You need a Roberta, baby. Yeah. You need somebody to keep you on message. You know what? And that's what this sisterhood is. And it's not, it's a, it's, it's, um, you call it Roberta Hosky message. I call it a sisterhood. 
and it's and it's contagious. So energies are contagious, we, uh-huh. right? If you're having a horrible day and someone come in and like, hey, girl, how you day? Oh, girl, it's just horrible. Uh, you can't believe this. And oh, the dog ran away. And oh, my gosh. And, and so what ends up happening is you start getting sad, right? It's contagious. Now, you don't even never met this person, dog. You don't care about this person, dog. <laughs> But now it's contagious. Energies are contagious. But so is this positive energy. You see you laughing. I didn't even do anything. It's just no, contagious. Because you're right. Because we all have those stories. And we, <laughs> and we all know people who, when they walk into the room, the energy changes. Yes. Good, bad, or otherwise. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. You can tell when somebody is a force of good or a force of negativity. Mm-hmm. I, and I believe that because I work with people all the time. Mm-hmm. And there are some people I like more than others because of the energy that they bring to uh-huh. a situation. Yeah. And that's that's key. But you know what, Babs? A lot of people don't realize that they bring energy. Uh-huh. So a lot of people, you really don't want, well, I think positive energy, people kind of feel it. But a lot of times, you know, people that have negative energy don't realize it. But but the, the sisterhood is so important that as we're on this road to success and everyone has different roads to success. And one thing that's guaranteed is we're going to hit some bumps in the road. One thing that's guaranteed is we're going to fall flat on our face. Uh-huh. Um, one thing that's guaranteed is that you're going to have some confusion and, and you're going to need some help along the way because no one has ever been successful living on an Island. It is imperative that we surround ourselves with people who have other knowledge and the same type of knowledge you have as well. But like, when I, you know, I, the book that is beating me over the head, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, you know more about books than I do. So if you're my sister, let me, let me pick up the phone and let me call my Miss Millionaire Mindset sister Babs because guess what? She ain't gonna have a hateful spirit. She nope. ain't gonna have that backbiting spirit. She ain't gonna say me, me, me spirit or, oh, I don't want her book to be better than mine. <laughs> Girl, please. It's a time and place for that. And that's played out. <laughs> so when did you, when did you know you wanted to do this sisterhood? Because this is a big ordeal, right? Like, and everybody's not thinking like this. Mm-hmm. And and you've got a lot going on. Like mm-hmm. you 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 have a lot going on. And I know that you've done these um these gathering of women, and they were getting bigger and bigger and bigger. But when was the moment that you said, you know what, this is a sisterhood. Let me let me let me formalize this. I um I'm very calculated. So I actually knew January 2014. Wow. <laughs> and everything's a process. Uh-huh. And so I didn't wake up overnight and just say, whoo, I got this fabulous idea. Let me just implement it. Um, this was a process. This is something that I had to to work into. Mm-hmm. And um, because I knew it was a big undertaking, but I still think God God tricked me a little bit because... <laughs> 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 a big understate, uh, undertaking is an understatement. Um, but you just have to think about um, the uh, audacity to, to hope, uh-huh. right? Yeah. The audacity to think that we could really create a national sisterhood. Now, this is not just a local thing. We have sisters across the country, right? And that we can do this thing and get us all on one accord because we're all looking for our divine purpose and understand that my purpose is connected to your purpose and your purpose is connected to my purpose. So if you're not successful, I'm not going to be as successful as I need to be. Mm -hmm. And so that causes a mindset shift. You know where I go with my mindset. Girl, you know, I know. (laughs) It causes for us to have a mindset shift. So to think that one, this would be something that people would buy into. Uh Uh-huh. 
you, you have to understand, I had to go through a mental battle myself. So when I'm talking about the battle of your mind, I'm not just talking about something I'm not dealing with. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to think, Roberta, who are you to think that you could create a sisterhood? Girl, you a girl from the hood. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> do you really think people going to listen to you? Like, well, come girl, on. you ain't in the hood no more. I've been to your house. <laughs> <laughs> I made it out, right? <laughs> but I own the hood. <laughs> yes, you have. She pulled my she pulled my skirt. She pulled my skirt. Yes, you were at my house. I was. It's a be- beautiful, beautiful, beautiful little hut out there. <laughs> <laughs> See, you know I'm valid, right, Babs? I'm valid. You I'm are. not just talking. No, but you're not just talking. And for you, it's not just the material thing. I mean, Mm-mm. the material things are nice because mm-hmm. I know this about you. I've known you for quite some time now. So I know that, you know, the the material things are not that important to Mm -hmm. you. I I really do believe that about you. Uh, But you are really about positivity. Mm -hmm. Like whenever I feel some kind of way, I know if I just text you or call you Mm -hmm. or whatever, that you just return my call Mm -hmm. or you text me back Mm -hmm. or and it's always positive. Mm hmm. Always, like (laughs) I'm like, even when I'm like, I was want to wallow. You're like, "Uh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. We're gonna think about this. Think about this, and then I'm immediately picked up. Yeah, and a few people have that real ability to do that for people. Yeah, you know what? I, I, um, it's, it's, it's. I can't help it. It's my heart right now. Uh huh. I can't say I've always been like this, Babs. I'll be lying. <laughs> I'm lying if I. But something has happened, and and you know, I believe it's. Um, not to be over spiritual, but I do believe that it's my purpose and it's my mission in mm-hmm. life right now. It's my legacy that I'm building. Um, this sisterhood, uh, I'm building it with the intent that it outlasts my life. Okay. So just like you're a Delta, right? Yes. The founding sisters of the Delta, they sat down, they had meetings. They said, this is what I want to do. I want to create this collegiate sisterhood for us. And we're going to do this and we're going to be in unity. This is the same premise. So you got to think about what those sisters who created the Delta went through. Yep. And that, and then now you're looking at the 21st century version of her. Yes, absolutely. I believe that. 22 women in 1913, mm-hmm. college trained women. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and that, our sorority is 104 years old. Yeah. So this, and so I, I tell my team we're building at least 100 years out. So, so, and I know it'll be last out last 100 years. So. When when I talk about generations, I'm not just talking about I'm talking really like for people and I'm fighting for women. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. But I, one thing I do know is this poverty curse thing. This thing is real. So when you when you do this, Roberta, and you talk to women, I know they don't believe you because I didn't believe you. You didn't believe me. What? I, di- I just didn't believe this level of she really believes this. And I'm like, I believe it, too. But I, I wasn't in, always in that space either. I was okay. like. What? That's okay. That's okay. That's why. <laughs> so, I, how do you deal with that? Do you get that from women? I don't care. Still, you know, <laughs> Bab, see, that's the difference. See, I like that. I don't care. I'm gonna do what I believe I'm supposed to do. You can like me, love me, hate me. I don't care. I'm still gonna do what I believe I'm gonna do. Let me tell you, I got sisters in California signed up, Detroit signed up, Washington D.C. signed up, North Carolina, Georgia signed up. You don't have to validate me. I don't. I don't need validation. <laughs> so when these women join this, what are what are they looking for? So they're looking for a sisterhood. Many of them are looking actually for a beacon of hope that really there's um, collective women out there that want them to be successful. Um, this has to be collective, right? Has to be collective. I have to want you to be successful. So if I have something, Babs, that I know can impart in your life, I have 
a, a certain talent, a certain skill set, a certain business that you can benefit from, then I am to give to you. All right. And vice versa. Um, as we talk about group economics, let's talk about businesses. I am a firm believer that, you know, I'm about to say multiple streams of income. Mm-hmm. I'm working on that. And I'm also a firm believer that you need to sign your own paychecks. Mm-hmm. And that's the only time when you really have control, because if you don't sign your own paycheck, somebody could lay you off. And then what? So I'm about when I talk about the poverty curses is it's, it's a mindset. First and foremost, it's not necessarily about money, even though money's attached to it. But, um, you know, if we are to to live in our God given purpose, and I believe that God has given us all gifts and talents that can create money, a stream of income for us or streams, plural, of mm-hmm. income for us. The problem is society puts us in these little boxes, boxes and put us in a, a job and give us a talent. And then we think that's the sum all of who we are mm-hmm. when, when that's never been the design. A job is supposed to be one stream of income, not your total stream of who you are. Right. Right. So we lose sight of that. So with the sisterhood, it's is is um, illuminating who you are as a person, what gifts and talents you have, and getting over those fear factors to produce those gifts to this world. Ooh, I'm calling that sister back today. Mm-hmm. So I could get in. And and then the <laughs> thing is that you're not doing it alone. We're gonna do this together. Mm-hmm. And we have to trust each other. So you know, it's 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 forming. It's it's fabulous to see sisters together, but don't. You know, by no shape, form or fashion, is this an easy thing? Mm-hmm. I know it's not, but I'm built for it. I know you are. So mm-hmm. so you so you're going to bring these women together across this country and each one support one, each one lift one up kind of concept. And what else? So here's the thing, Babs, you you got a publishing agency, right? Mm-hmm. So you're trying to get your publishing agency off the ground. Let me tell you yes. how powerful this thing is. I am, child. <laughs> For all the sisters who are a member of this Miss Millionaire Mindset Sisterhood, if they want to write a book, guess who they have to go to first? Yeah. I like that. In my sisterhood, group economics. Mm -hmm. Because we spend money anyway. Women, we run the world. We spend our money. We spend our man money. We spend everybody (laughs) money. So who's really in control? They could go to work and bring home the paycheck. (laughs) You could take notes, Harry. Your wife in control. (laughs) Tell her to sign up for the Miss Millionaire Mindset Sisterhood. I'll leave you a card on the way out the door. (laughs) Yes, because we are in control. The problem is that we don't understand that we're in control Mm -hmm. because we don't feel the control. We feel the, the, the weight of this world. Yeah. But when you get past all of the, the, the smoke and the fog and all of that nonsense and you see that there's a crystal bright sky out there with a sun that's shining so bright that could give you energy, then you become unstoppable. I like that. So, you know, and everybody who's listening, Roberta is like this all the time. Thank you. <laughs> like all the time, all the time. And, and Babs, don't think I don't got no problems. I, I got them. Girl, I, got I know we all have problems. And we've talked. So I, yeah. know, I, know, we, I know everybody's got their, their day-to-day struggles. But the difference that you are, the difference that, the difference that happens in your life is that you don't stay stuck in the story of whatever the struggle is. No, you win the battle of your mind. To win the battle of your life, you have to win the battle of your mind. Everything's yeah. in your thought process. Yeah. It controls everything. So whenever you win this right here, you win everything else. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I learned. Yeah. And so I don't, I don't, I do not waver from that. I, I know you don't. Mm-hmm. I know you don't. So, so you have this millionaire mindset. You're going to have a gala. 
Oh, yeah, I get to dress up again. And no one dresses up better than this woman right here. <laughs> like, nobody dresses up. Between you and that doggone Tanisha yeah, Bunday. Yeah, my, my stylist. She's a beast. Who keeps you fabulous. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, she's already working. She's already in the lab know, on this dress. Girl, I know, I know. Because I was at your birthday party. Uh-huh. And, you know, so she had this fabulous birthday party, right? <laughs> and so she came out in this stunning red dress stunning <laughs> like deltas would just fall to the ground for and then she halfway through the night she went and changed into a green jumpsuit <laughs> that was made for her blinged out right? and and she had her posse and they and it was just a party like it was a honest to god <laughs> party and i thought you know that's how you ought to enjoy your life mm-hmm. like it was so much fun mm-hmm. and you could feel the energy throughout the whole house of how people were celebrating mm-hmm. and celebrating you and your husband and just mm-hmm. everything. Right. Yeah. I thought that was, I was like, and I left thinking, um, this is how life ought to go. Yeah. Yeah. That you know? was very, I really enjoyed that holiday party slash birthday party. Cause you remember yes. my birthday was Christmas. <laughs> That's why we had to have the turn up. Um, <laughs> but I really, I was very grateful to have um, so many of my close friends and, and family, there was like 150 people at the house. It felt like it. Yeah. No, it really did feel people. like it was a lot of people. Yeah. I wanted about 150, maybe 160 ish yeah. or whatever. But it wasn't too crowded, right? It was no, it was, no, no. You mm-mm. no, no. You could get around. Like it wasn't a mob scene. It mm-hmm. was, it was, it was a lovely amount of people. Mm-hmm. And, and there was a lot of people who I did not even know, right? Mm-hmm. So I was, and you had Dex Jones. Um, oh, yeah, he did um, some good Taking pictures. pictures mm-hmm. and, uh, and he was just like, and I was surprised to see him. Now, I don't know why. I just, you know, I never see him in places. So well, Yeah, I didn't know he was on the team until it was time to write checks. So <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so who's the photographer? <laughs> but I'm glad he was a fabulous pick. Oh, he's great. He was fabulous. You know, he does the Getty Images. So he does a lot oh. of celebrity and uh listen he made me look good too he, oh he made me look good mm-hmm. shout out to dex <laughs> i saw those pictures i was like oh dex captured me beautifully because yeah. there are some photographers out there who don't cap who don't get you yeah they, who, I don't... Who, who don't get you right you mm-hmm. know what i mean who mm-hmm. get you eating or you know just not looking right but yeah yeah he he, he caught every picture i've seen of him of me that he's taken has been right I was yeah. like, Ooh. and he was very very tasteful very professional yes he's it was like... a glamorous event yeah you had you know you had a professional caterer who was mm-hmm. there although he was a little <laughs> <laughs> the food was good the food was good but he was like high strung <laughs> well listen that's his craft that's his craft listen don't play with his I was craft like, he was like a chef nazi <laughs> i was like brother all right listen. he was dead serious though he's like okay the steak has to be blah, blah, blah. and i was like okay okay and i'm thinking to myself you know i'm a chef by trade i know i know i know but he he was cute as he could be though but he was dead serious yes listen the food has to be right and, and dead serious and what i did is is hired um to to people who were so beyond serious about their craft oh he was so i know that they would make the best you know the they only the best had to be at my party right and everyone every woman that you saw uh-huh they were all part of my sisterhood even down to the cleanup crew my sisterhood had the um the cleanup um company uh, Michelle shout out to Michelle yeah 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 yep. yeah yeah yep. and the 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 um at Candy Apples Desiree uh-huh. I mean so the the sisterhood is is yeah fabulous it was, it was great it was great it was a wonderful night mm-hmm. it was a really good time mm-hmm. and uh, and I could see um I guess I I could see your, your the people who 
hang hang out with you um everybody was positive like like all the conversations was about celebration like you know how sometimes you go someplace and people will be like talking whatever uh-huh. i heard none of that oh, okay. like i've heard no like <laughs> gossipy kind of like who roberta thinks she is kind of i didn't hear none. <laughs> and i was all over the place like i was upstairs i was downstairs i was around and it was people were really just like happy mm-hmm. that's the feeling energy good. you bring and there were places where people could sit and uh have quiet conversations and mm-hmm. so it was a real that was a really good party well, thank you it's the only thing someone said it was like oh we knew you made it out the hood but <laughs> out here <laughs> it was like down the long road <laughs> well it was icy that night so we had to get up a hill i was like oh lord thank uh, god i didn't have a, I, I don't know and you know she's always in high heels so i don't know oh I don't no know. I, yeah. I don't know how you rocked them high heels, but uh, it was uh, it was a good time. Yeah, I was waiting for my neighbor to come, um, which I found out was my neighbor recently, Matthew Berry, uh, uh-huh. fantasy football from ESPN. Oh, really? Yeah, he's my next door neighbor. Did he's, he come over? Um, not that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> it's a possibility. But he's not- like, see, see what happens when we let black people in the neighborhood? <laughs> they have all these daggone parties. Shut up. <laughs> Babs, we're supposed to be talking about this sister, but I just had to tell you, like the when I first moved there, there was a lady walking down the street with her um her little dogs, and she let it be known that there all the women on the street, um none of them worked, uh huh, and so she looked like she was feeling bad for me because I had to get up and I was going to work and doing all this stuff. Oh, I'm like, honey. no, honey, I feel bad for you because why are you doing all that? <laughs> I got a life like <laughs> Jesus. But I love my I love my neighborhood. I love my neighbors, and mm-hmm. I, I'm very grateful. Very, very grateful that um to be able to to see the difference in my life, and uh, my children will witness the difference. And you know, that's, and you have three. You have three kids. Yeah, two boys, two uh, one girl, one daughter. Yeah, one. and uh, mm-hmm. she she's not in college yet, is she? We're looking at colleges. We just came back from Morgan State. And she looks like she likes Morgan State. Morgan State's a good place. Yeah. I'm glad she's picking an HBCU. Yeah, she really yeah. It was between to. that and Howard University. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. We're waiting for acceptance letters. She got a few oh, applications she'll, out she'll, there. She'll, I, I cannot imagine that that girl would not get into Morgan State. Mm. It's a great school. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, ex- I'm excited for her. I just don't know how I feel about Maryland. Um, uh-huh. It's a little too far. My boys only went to Rhode Island. <laughs> Oh, but so, it's a nice drive. You know what? You get in your car, zoom, zoom, no, zoom no, down that, the highway. That's my baby girl. <laughs> I may have to. I may have to pick up and move. Listen. A little bit. Well, you know what? Um, one of the richest counties in the for black people in the country is in Maryland. Mm-hmm. So they have a bunch of rich counties mm-hmm. for black people. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so look into it. You might okay. want to. Might want to be there. But you know, listen. You made her. She's raised right. Let her go and. <sighs> <laughs> Let her go and be the fruits of your labor, right? I, yeah, yeah. I know. I, I, I hear you. I hear you. Listen, my daughter's at Bennett, and, uh, I'm, yeah. and I'm happy that she's at Bennett. She's doing quite well. Good, good. She's doing well. She's a sophomore or junior? Sophomore. All right. Yeah, so she just bought a car. Oh. Yeah, saved okay. her money. She's working. She's working. You know, she's a saver. This one, this one is a thoughtful one. Mm-hmm. You know, she'll save her money. Good. Margo is too, but mm-hmm. this one is really like. I told her, I said, you know, you could be a rich woman if you, you know, be thoughtful about how you spend your money. Mm-hmm. So don't be like your mother. <laughs> and let's teach her how to invest. Yes. Teach her how to invest early. I will. 
early. I'm going to send it to you. I'm like, you know, Absolutely. you need to go talk to Auntie Roberta. That's right. <laughs> so and she can tell you what to do with your money. Maybe buy something down there or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. do your thing. So gotta, we have to treat, teach our children at a young age how to invest and make their money work for them instead yeah. of us working for our money all the time. We're like really programmed. Because there's no, there is no conversation or very little conversation about that around um, talking to young people about what to do with their money. Yeah, actually, listen, Babs, you are absolutely right, especially in the African-American community, because most of the times we we're have we don't want to talk about money because we're having trouble with our own money. So how do we tell our children? You know, so a lot of times we call ourselves trying to shield our children from knowing the struggle that we're going through when in many times, in many cases, we may be doing them a disservice. Yeah. Where, you know, I think that we should be transparent with our with our children and say, listen, this is what. I did, and this is what we did, but, you know, in hindsight, I think we should have did this. So when you, just like you said to Margot, you know, invest, not Margot, your um, oldest Brianna, yep. Brianna, you know, we need to talk about, you know, budgeting and how do you invest money? You're never, you don't have to be 18 to invest. Who's <laughs> Come on, you don't have to be 18 to start a business. My, you know, my kids own, um, own my construction management company. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we have to start them off young. Um. My daughter is something that is a force to be reckoned with. My do- my boys are too. But that girl, ah. Uh. Well, I mean, I think you're right because there's a lot of messages that young people get about how to have things. You know, there's a lot of messages about where this kind of thing, party like this, do this, do this. But there aren't messages about how to create wealth for young people. I mean, mm-hmm. we just, I don't see it. Um, I actually um don't don't hold me to this. Um, I am. <laughs> please don't. Hold, I'm putting it on record. Don't hold me to this. But my my husband and I are um, working on a summer program um, where I want to do a millionaire mindset for youth. I I I that's that's where I was going. Oh, because okay. I was thinking, you know, I was gonna just bring that up and like, you know, Roberto, there's need, there needs to be, cause, you know, because we have all these at risk youth kinds yeah. of things, right? Like how to get yourself to get, you know, like. Just follow the rules or whatever. But, but there's nothing that says this is how you take control of your financial life, which will because I didn't I didn't I didn't get those messages. I, I learned, you know, sink or swim kind of, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't learn anything until I was thrown in situations mm-hmm, to mm-hmm, do it. So that's mm-hmm. how I learned. Like, mm-hmm. OK, but nobody there was no class where I could. I mean, when I was in high school, you know, you had like. I don't know, like a banking class or something or home ec or something. And it was like, you know, this is what you do. But no real sort of, this is how you create wealth. No mm-hmm. one was talking to us about that. Mm-hmm. You know? And no one teach it. And I think it's a joke when they teach how to be an entrepreneur in college and the instructor has never owned a business. Shut up and sit down. You ain't even qualified. You in the letters after your name need to shut up and sit down. I think it's a joke. I think you're right. Um, <laughs> so also in school, we, 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 but see the thing is Babs, you just said something that's very um, pointed and, and key. You said we learn the rules, but in the set of rules that we're being taught in the school system, um, it, it, and many times it stunts our creativity and it stunts our growth. Yeah. Especially entrepreneurs. Um, I was a very, very smart student, but rules. <laughs> <laughs> I like to create them. So why are you trying to put me in yours? <laughs> so I get in trouble. 
<laughs> so now I'm a bad kid. <laughs> and that's a very good point. And a lot of our kids are catching those kinds of labels. Yeah. You know, because there's nothing for that creative outlet beyond, you know, maybe a rap artist or artist or whatever. But no one is talking to our kids about, you know what, you can own a business and another business and another business. You can do all these things. Or have an exercise here. Here is $100. Give me scenarios in the next half an hour. How are you going to turn this 100 to $10,000? I'll be back. Figure it out. Oh, I don't. I'd fail that too. So mm. I don't, I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> well, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> and neither will my children. <laughs> we'll know like, how to ooh, flip it. Like, how do I flip that? Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to sit in on that class. <laughs> it's about investing. Maybe it's a little rational, 100 to 10,000, but no, but, that's a good, but No, it but, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what it is. The fact that this is what you do. You get, you get some money, and instead of going to spend this $100 because it's burning a hole in your pocket, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. go how and make, you make some it? more money for yourself. How do you make that money make money? I yes. love Monopoly. Yeah. My oh. houses and hotels. <laughs> That's my game. <laughs> we we need a Roberta Hosky because because you know what your game would be your game would be that but then it'd be like um uh, uh motivational things like okay for every hundred thousand dollars you make you must give some back to the community absolutely ten percent off the top you must invest in yourself <laughs> yeah and, and and philanthropy yeah yeah you do you do I looked at my budget. <clears throat> my budget was blown to pieces not because I was spending erratically but because I've been giving away <laughs> <laughs> but it'll come back right it always does it comes back it always because does. that's money money is like that you reap what you sow mm-hmm. I like when you talk about the poverty curse because I don't think we think about that in real ways and I and I understand I get it because when you are in financial straits all you can think about is if I could just win some money or if I could just, if I, the money, that lotto. right. If I, or if I just had enough money to get me out of this situation, but you're like, it's not the, it's not about the money. And I've heard Oprah say this. Oh, Oprah it, took my idea. She's like, <laughs> it's not, she said she had to learn too, that it's not the money. It is the mind. It oh, is, she did. it is your mindset mm-hmm. about the money. It is. You know, I gave an example at the Miss Millionaire Mindset, um, not a mastermind. I think it was at one of the conferences that we did about the I can't remember his name but he was a basketball player and he got transferred and uh, they decreased his salary I want to say to like 18 or 19 million Uh and he was mortified he says how in the world are me and my family supposed to survive (laughs) so it show nothing about the money (laughs) he he made the money and still had the poverty mindset plaguing him yeah so it it, that's pretty big yeah yeah, the mindset is powerful. Like we we don't we ha- and this is again a sisterhood. We started with the sisterhood. One of the big things about the sisterhood is we always think generational. Mm-hmm. So we we have to think generations. Me, the b- poverty curse has to be broken on me, so it can be broken on my children, on my grandchildren, and all the all everyone that comes behind me, um, after me rather. But um, it's it's how we think about what we do that creates the outcomes in our life so if we think inaccurate we're gonna get those inaccurate results <laughs> if we think negative guess what you're gonna get your no, that, negativity. no that's right you're absolutely right it, you're absolutely right yeah so the, the the 
indicators, though, and this is as I, I dig into what the poverty curse. And yes, I said a poverty curse for those of you who don't like my terminology. It's all I right. like it. Why? Why wouldn't you? Some like people it? don't. But that's their problem. I don't care. <laughs> so the poverty curse <laughs> indicators of that um, are procrastination. And I did a, a Facebook uh, I posted I a video I that it. I did last year with Jack. I saw it. I was watching it this morning. I was like, Lord wanted me to see this. <laughs> Procrastination. Uh-huh. You and this brother. Mm-hmm. I saw you. Mm-hmm. I was watching it this morning before you came in. Yeah. And that's the and number one indicator of the poverty curse. How many opportunities did we let slide by because of procrastination? And how many ideas did we let slip through our fingertips because of procrastination? And how many action steps that we should have taken that someone may have given us that we let slip through mm-hmm. through procrastination. That's true. But procrastination has a best friend and in the video I said it is distractions. Yes. So distraction and procrastination Girl, are best buddies. you better say it. <laughs> they don't go nowhere without each other. Distra- you better say it. Distractions be like, hey, procrastination, what's up? What's up? The distractions, <laughs> what we gonna do today? Who we gonna sabotage? They go together. Girl, see, this is why but this you is why she it. is my friend and I tune into her all the time. I just tune into you. When I need more, I just go to your little Facebook page and I was like, okay, I need a little Roberta Husky. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, let me do some call outs. Good morning. This is Babs Rolls Ivy and this is Love Babs Love Talk, the 10 o'clock show. <laughs> and my guest today is my sister friend, Roberta Husky, who is, you know, real estate magnet and millionaire mindset mogul. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I like that. So she's, she's, she has, she is creating this sisterhood, sorority, non-collegiate sorority, um, to bring women together to leverage their creative selves around helping each other, building their own businesses, and just being supportive to each other. Mm-hmm. Is that, am I correct in saying that? And finding there, that also, you know, I can't, um, remove the faith-based portion of it yes of finding i don't believe you have to find it it's not lost but identifying your purpose now can people can sisters join up and say you know what i don't really know what i want to do can i still come and participate even though i'm not clear mm-hmm. about what direction i want to go in like I, I have maybe i have a dream about a business maybe i have a thought but i don't know how to tease that out so that's a good question babs absolutely the the requirement is one that um, you believe you have a purpose. You mm-hmm. know, you have to believe that you, you're on this earth for a reason and you have to um, want um, to be around positive people. Right. So you have to be looking for greater than what you already are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that that's all I'm really looking for. And, and you know, I'm that that's is really that simple. But it sounds simple. But let me tell you, there's so many people out there and there's been applications people apply for the sisterhood and then we we look at some things and you know we have to say no yeah we everyone is not going to um it, it, you know I, I have said no but it's no go get this one two three let's see how this works out in the next three months oh, that's good and then you come back and see us so you are so you are really gathering women with some specific kinds of things in mind no, no, they need, I, I can't deal with people with negative energy. Okay. So if in your essay, you complain it. Oh. oh no, no, mama, you have the wrong attitude from the get. Yeah. So if in your, in your essay, you're saying, you know what? Um, 
I have had a hard time and I am looking to find my God given purpose. And I'm hoping that being in the sisterhood will help me. Okay, that's fine. But if you start off saying life, um, I'm, I'm tired of everybody and um, I'm this, that and just all this negative energy. There's things that you, you know, we have to you have to fix. And then listen, we do we we this is this is serious, just like the Deltas when they started the AKAs when they started, you know, um, Eastern Stars, all of them. There, there's guidelines here. Yeah. No, this there, not there a free are. For all. That's right. You know, many are called, few are chosen. Yeah, this is not a free for all. Everybody can't jump on the train. Anymore. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. And you ain't jumping out for free. That's so true. It's, it's, it, there's requirements. So if, even in your in social media stuff, you know, yeah. it's, so it, there are requirements. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good to know. That's good to know that people understand that there is a process. Like you're not just like anybody and everybody come and just let's, no. you know, know that you have to really be of this mindset. Or want to be. Or want to be. I'm not excluding anyone. If someone is excluded, you have excluded yourself. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, it, 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 poverty has no color, and it has no race, no ethnicity, and even no gender. So as I start out with the Miss Millionaire Mindset Sisterhood, at some point we have to do something for the men. I have women in my sisterhood; they're ready to invest, make some money, and then they like they all are ready to go, got their stuff together, and then they got these men at home that that they have to motivate the men and they're the minute, whether, you know, I said we run the world, but they're still in many cases, our, our head are covering. So we have to kind of like follow and, and abide by what they say. So if I got all these women ready to do these things and, and make investments and, and better themselves, but then you got your husband at home being the, the pouring the water on the fire. That's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we yeah. have to be able to, we have to get something uh, for the men as well and you know but right now my my heart is focused. with the ladies yes mm-hmm. i see you harry i know i got what five minutes <laughs> why because i'm talking about the men over there harry i'm trying to cut me off <laughs> all right so so you've got you've got this millionaire mindset mm-hmm. and so how long will you be taking um like is it a rotating application process yeah so actually tomorrow um at my office 390 whaley avenue in new haven connecticut in the corner of Whaley and Norton above Wells Fargo Bank. Um, we are having... You can't a- miss it if you go down Whaley Avenue because there's a big sign. Outreach Realty. <laughs> the O. <laughs> the O. <laughs> um, right in our, my building on uh, 390 Whaley Avenue, we are having a Miss Millionaire Mindset meet and greet networking uh, event. It'll be really fun. Fun games, food, networking, getting to know each other. Uh, we will be accepting applications at that event. Uh-huh. Um, the cutoff to be in the induction induction ceremony, which will be in April for the founding members, because this is our first group. They're considered founding members of which um, we are documenting. And I make sure we'll go into her story so that a hundred years from now, just like, you know, your founders of the Delta a uh-huh. hundred years from now, they're going to know who the founding members of the Miss Millionaire Mindset Sisterhood um, was. All right. So is that important? So the cutoff for that to be in that that group is the 11th, which is actually Ooh, let, me, let me get myself together Saturday oh, Lord. to get the application in by that day. After that, I have I have to have a cutoff because we have our um, our formal meet and greet from all the sisters from all over the country that are coming in. Um, we have on that Friday night on that Saturday morning, we have our formal, of course, private 
induction ceremony, sisters only, and there's that's super, super private. So I'm going to just skip over that location, will not be disclosed. Okay. And then we have our celebration of the sisters who are inducted in the ceremony at that gala that night. Uh-huh. And that's where we're going to dress and impress and we're going to have a good time and we're going to celebrate. Oh, let me put the Tanisha rise, on speed, speed dial right now. The rise of the 21st <laughs> century sisterhood. I like that. That's yes. a wonderful thing. That's very mm-hmm. powerful. Thank you. Beth. That's very, very powerful. Cause mm-hmm. I think we, and you know, it doesn't take away from anybody else's organization. No, it doesn't take away. It only it adds to. So if people say, "Well, I'm a Delta, I'm an AKA, I have Link, Deltas and LKAs and Links in the system, and I'm a, you know, I'm whatever I am." Mm-hmm. This is one more thing that you can to sort of raise sisterhood. Absolutely, you know. So, mm-hmm. all right, we got about three minutes because I got to get out of here. But it was, this is great. I Thank I've enjoyed you, this. I'm yeah. so proud of you. Thank you. I honey. so love everything that you're doing. Thank you, sweetheart. No, I really do. I really love everything that you're doing. You're you are my girl, and you cheer me on all the time. So and that's I'm what we're supposed at, to do. You, and you do it. So mm-hmm. I can't wait to come to the gala. I can't yeah. wait to come and be a part of this whole thing and put my little name down so I can be a founding member. Absolutely. And, uh, so so anyway, thank you all for listening in today. This is Roberta Hosky, my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can you, your wife. Your wife. Have your wife. Have your wife be. You can't, you cannot be everything, Harry. <laughs> Harry, I better not see you come in on a wig and come in there and be like, hey. <laughs> yes, Harry was thinking I'm every woman yesterday. Yeah. Harry likes women. <laughs> I was like, you have to just like us from outside the door. Right? You have to just dig us. So, well, so yes. We're, we're coming for you. We're coming yeah, for you, we Harry. we come for you, Harry. So, yeah. so Roberta Hosky, mm-hmm. Millionaire Mindset Sisterhood. Yes. The gala is April um, 15th. 15th. It'll, you'll, it's in this week's inner city. So if you pick up the inner city, there's a full page, um, whole full page. Oh. This is not this one. This is this week's last week's paper but this week's paper there's a full page all right of your uh of talking about the um the the ad for the gala so people can see it mm-hmm. go buy a ticket if you feel like you want to come or mm-hmm. go and uh thank you so much yeah support it's such the a movement. pleasure to have you here such a pleasure to be here babs <laughs> also tomorrow don't forget tomorrow come on meet out and greet. meet and greet right there on whaley avenue can't miss it so mm-hmm. All right, we'll see you later. Oh, this replays again at 5 o'clock. So so if you missed it. No, not this one. Oh, this one play. Oh, yeah, this, this one play at 6 o'clock. Okay. <laughs> All right, 6 o'clock, yeah. All right, I'll see y'all next week. Have a good weekend.